TED Audio Collective. Oh, yes, it's the most wonderful time of the year. That time where we start figuring out what we're going to get for others and secretly planning what we want others to get for us. The holiday season is approaching, and that means we're shopping. And now that the pandemic has messed with supply chains, we're shopping way before Black Friday and Cyber Monday because we want to make sure all of our stuff comes on time. But we all know we don't need most of the things we buy. But the internet makes it so easy to search, purchase, return, search again, purchase, return, search for more. It's hard to resist. It sucks up our precious time. But what else does this process cost us? I'm Madhupa Akinola. This is TED Business. Do you know one of the first things my sisters and I do when we see each other? We ogle at each other's clothing. Where'd you get that? That's so cute. Where's mine? You should give that to me. You better get me one next time. We love fashion. But these days, it's hard to ignore the fact that anything we like in excess might not be good for us and might not be good for the world. That's where today's speaker comes in. Aparna Mehta is a global logistics and supply chain leader at UPS, and she's here to tell us what really happens when we get caught in bad shopping habits, like buying and returning clothes. But first, a quick break. This show is brought to you by Schwab. You're here because you like to keep a pulse on trends in technology. Well, Now you can invest in what's trending, in artificial intelligence, big data, robotic revolution, and more with Schwab Investing Themes. It's an easy way to invest in ideas you believe in. Schwab's research process uncovers emerging trends. Then their technology curates relevant stocks into themes. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy all the stocks in a theme as is or customize to better fit your investing goals. All in a few clicks. Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. Hey, TED Business listeners. We're supported by our friends at Working Smarter, a new podcast from Dropbox exploring the exciting potential of AI in the workplace. Working Smarter talks with founders, researchers, and engineers about the things they're building and the problems they're solving with the help of the latest AI tools. Tools that can save them time, improve collaboration, and create more space for the work that matters most. On Working Smarter, hear practical discussions about what AI can do so that you can work smarter too. Listen to Working Smarter on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit workingsmarter.ai. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, my name is Aparna. 
I am a shopaholic, <laughs> and I'm addicted to online returns. <laughs> well, at least I was. At one time, I had two or three packages of clothing delivered to me every other day. I would intentionally buy the same item in a couple different sizes and many colors because I did not know what I really wanted. So I overordered. I tried things on, and then I sent what didn't work back. Once my daughter was watching me return some of those packages back, and she said, "Mom, I think you have a problem." <laughs> I didn't think so. I mean, it's free shipping and free returns, right? <laughs> I didn't even think twice about it until I heard a statistic at work that shocked me. You see, I'm a global solutions director for top-tier retail, and we were in a meeting with one of my largest customers discussing how to streamline costs. One of their biggest concerns was managing returns. Just this past holiday season alone, they had 7.5 million pieces of clothing returned to them. I could not stop thinking about it. What happens to all these returned clothes? So I came home and researched, and I learned that every year, four billion pounds of returned clothing ends up in the landfill. That's like every resident in the U.S. did a load of laundry last night and decided to throw it in the trash today. I was horrified. I'm like, of all people. I should be able to help prevent this. <laughs> My job is to find solutions to logistical issues like these, not create them. So this issue became very personal to me. I said, "You know what? We have to solve this, and we can with some of the existing systems we already have in place." And then I started to wonder, how did we get here? I mean, it was only like six years ago. When a study recommended offering free online returns would drive customers to spend more, we started seeing companies offering free online returns to drive more sales and provide a better experience. What we didn't realize is that this would lead to more items being returned as well. In the U.S., companies lost 351 billion dollars. In sales in 2017 alone, retailers are scrambling to recover their losses. They try to place that returned item online to be sold again, or they'll sell it to a discount partner or a liquidator. Basically, if companies cannot find a place for this item quickly and economically, its place becomes the trash. Suddenly, I felt very guilty for being that shopper. Somebody who contributes to this. Who would have thought my innocent shopping behavior would be hurting not only me, but our planet as well? And as I thought about what to do, I kept thinking: Why does the item have to be returned to the retailer in the first place? What if there was another way, a win-win for everyone? What if? When a person is trying to return something, it could go to the next shopper who wants it, and not the retailer. What if 
instead of a return, they could do what I call a green turn. Consumers could use an app to take pictures of the item and verify the condition while returning it. Artificial intelligence systems could then sort these clothes by condition, mint conditioned or slightly used, and direct it to the next appropriate person. Mint conditioned clothes could automatically go to the next buyer, while slightly used clothes could be marked down and offered online again. The retailer can decide the business rules on the number of times a particular item can be resold. All that the consumer would need to do is obtain a mobile code, take it to the nearest shipping place to be packed and shipped, and off it goes from one buyer to the next, not the landfill. Now you will ask, would people really go through all this trouble? I think they would if they had incentives, like loyalty points or cashback. Let's call it green cash. There would be a whole new opportunity to make money from this new customer base looking to buy these returns. This system would make a fun thing like shopping a spiritual experience that helps save our planet. <laughs> This is doable, and it will probably take six months to weave some of our existing systems and run a pilot. Even before any of these logistical systems are in place, each of us shoppers can act now. If every single adult in the U.S. made a few small changes to our shopping behavior, take the extra time to research and think. Do I really need this item? No. Do I really want this item? <laughs> Before making a purchase. This environmental problem that we have created is not thousands of years away. It's happening today and must stop now to prevent growing landfills across the globe. I want to leave my daughter and my daughter's daughter a better and cleaner place than I found it. So I have not only stopped over-ordering, I recycled religiously as well. And you can too. It's not difficult. Before we fill our shopping carts and our landfills with extra items that we don't want, let's pause next time we are shopping online and think twice about what we all hopefully really do want, a beautiful earth to call home. Thank you. Support for TED Business comes from Odoo. To put it simply, Odoo is built to save. Odoo saves time, Odoo saves money, but most importantly, Odoo saves businesses. That's right, Odoo's superhero software rescues companies from the perils of disconnected platforms, and Odoo's utility belt of user-friendly applications puts the power of total business management in the palm of your hand. Learn more at odoo.com slash tedbusiness. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash tedbusiness. Odoo, saving the world one business at a time. 
Support for the show comes from Brooks Running. I'm so excited because I have been a runner, gosh, my entire adult life. And for as long as I can remember, I have run with Brooks running shoes. Now I'm running with a pair of Ghost 16s from Brooks. Incredibly lightweight shoes that have really soft cushioning. It feels just right when I'm hitting my running trail that's just out behind my house. You now can take your daily run in the better than ever Ghost 16. You can visit brooksrunning.com to learn more. Wake up call. The fashion industry and the way online returns are currently structured hurts our environment. But the good news is there's a resale market and it's booming. The annual revenue of the resale industry is estimated at $17.5 billion, and it's growing. Last year, 33 million shoppers bought secondhand for the first time. 45% of millennial and Gen Z shoppers say they refuse to buy from non-sustainable brands. And more than 40% have purchased resale clothing in the last 12 months. On the flip side, there's money to be made in selling these products. Many people have started lucrative side hustles selling vintage, thrifted, or even new with tags clothing on websites like Poshmark or Depop. It's a competitive market with an expanding audience of discerning shoppers searching for treasure. Like me. And what have I been obsessed with these days? Vintage Jordans. Specifically, Jordan 1 Retro Breads. These are the black and red sneakers that were custom designed for Michael Jordan during his peak. And guess what? You can only get them if you stand for hours in a long, long line the day they drop. Or you can get them on the resale market. Thank God for the resale market. FYI, I'm looking for a patent leather pair, size five and a half men's. If you happen to have an extra pair, don't hesitate to email me, business at ted.com. Of course, you can also email me with thoughts or ideas on this podcast. I would love to hear from you. That's it for today. This episode was produced by Cosmic Standard with help from Asia Simpson and Eliza Smith. Researched by Cassie Brabaugh and fact-checked by Nicole Bodie. Our mixer is Sam Baer and special thanks to Anna Phelan, Michelle Quint, Corey Hajim, and Colin Helms. I'm Madupa Aginola. Talk to you again next week. 